COVID, recession, businesses closing, inflation, gas prices. I despise using fear as a motivator, but unfortunately, it's the only way that most media outlets get attention. The truth is I've been a professional photographer for over 10 years. I've seen a lot of changes in the industry and economies. Today, I'm going to dispel the three biggest myths about the economy and how it relates to your photography business so that you can walk away after this episode feeling empowered and encouraged. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full time. Students learn this through the beauty and birth photography certification and through marketing school for photographers. So we have been through a roller coaster of emotions the last two years. I have done multiple episodes on COVID as a photographer, how to navigate um, birth photography with um, hospital visitor restrictions and the different things that we're doing, like so many things that have been going on. And it seems like for me, we start to recover from one thing and we're whacked over the head with something else. So if you're feeling dizzy, if you're feeling fearful, if you're feeling anxious um, from the last two, almost two and a half years, you're not alone. And honestly, keeping our eyes on the media and what news outlets are saying, in my opinion, makes it so much worse. And so between all of the things that we've been going through, I just want to first acknowledge that a lot of you and us are struggling right now. We have been through a pandemic, division in the country, hate, racial tension, division, uh, birth photographers not allowed in hospitals, right? Like it just feels like what could be next. But there's also been a lot of good that has happened the last couple of years that I want to talk about. And What has happened the last two years is that we understand the value of people and in-person connection even more. We value life, I would argue, even more than before. As baby and birth photographers, we have started doing things like coming home sessions, which would have never existed if it weren't for the pandemic. The truth is people are still having babies, and I've said that all along, and they still want those moments documented uh, no matter what's happening in the world, right? So I just want to talk about myths or lies that you might be saying to yourself or thinking or believing, or maybe you just have these things swirling in your head that you're not even really acknowledging. And they could potentially be based on what other photographers are saying online, what other business owners are saying online, what news outlets are saying. And I just want to encourage those of you who are believers with Proverbs 23, 7, which is one of the affirmations that I read in my planner every single day. And it says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. 
So I want to ask you right now, with everything going on in the world, where is your focus and attention? Is your focus and attention on abundance and prosperity and love and joy and what's possible? Or is it on fear and scarcity and all the things that could possibly go wrong? It is so important for us to guard our heart and guard our mind and take those thoughts captive and turn them into truth, which is why you so frequently will hear me talk about making business decisions based on facts and not feelings based on facts and not feelings. Because when we're making decisions in our business based on feelings, there's no solid foundation to stand on, right? But if instead we can pause and look at the facts of a situation and what is actually going on, that's when we're going to build a rock solid business that is going to be able to withstand storms that come its way big or small. So before we get into the myths, I want to let you know I have a list of photography and small business and faith specific affirmations. If you're feeling stuck in scarcity and fearful thinking, I included several that I read every day, including Proverbs 23.7. So you can download them for free at taviaredburn.com slash focus. Okay, myth number one is one that I just touched on, and that is you should make business decisions on what people and the news are saying. Are you the type of person who wakes up in the morning and turns on the news or listens to news radio as you're driving maybe to work or to drop your kids off, or you read the news headlines on your phone the first thing when you wake up? And if that's you, I want to ask you, is that serving you? Like if you really looked at yourself right now and asked yourself, is that helping me guard my heart and mind? Is that helping me focus on the things that I want to focus on? Or is it instilling fear and scarcity in my mind, right? I can tell you, I don't even know when our news comes on. (laughs) I do not watch the news. I do not read news headlines. Now, that's not to say I dig my head in the sand and don't know what's going on in the world, but I intentionally seek out information to know what's going on in the world instead of allowing it to be in my face constantly. Because quite honestly, reading and listening to the news can cause fear. And that's how they get people to continue to listen to their sources and to their programs is through fear. It sells. Fear really does sell. And so I just want you to know if you're currently making business decisions based out of feelings, whether those are good or bad feelings, you're probably building your business on an unsteady foundation that is likely to crumble. One thing that I had to do was really stop and look at who am I letting influence my life? What outlets, what people, what Facebook groups, what Instagram accounts? Who am I letting influence the decisions that I'm making? That's why a couple of years ago, I started um, spending the first 10 to 15 minutes of my workday writing down things that I'm grateful for and writing down the goals that I am working towards as if they already happened, as well as reading through my affirmations and Bible verses that I can then memorize and become a part of my life day to day. So instead of making decisions based on what people in the news are saying, what if instead you make decisions, you like pre-make your decisions 
before you start your day. So you know that what you're focusing on is actually going to do your brain and yourself and your family and your business a lot of good. Myth number two that you might have been thinking or believing is that the economy is so bad, or if the economy gets to be so bad, people won't be hiring photographers anytime soon. It's true now, and it's true always, that people spend money on what's important to them. And I want to remind you of that. People spend money on what is important to them in any economy. I don't know about you, but our restaurants are packed. Our favorite restaurants are always on a wait on the weekend. We went to an arcade last week as a family, and it was packed with people paying probably hundreds of dollars to bowl and play laser tag and go on the ropes course and play the video games with their families. Chick-fil-A's line is still wrapped around the building. Are any of those things I just listed necessities? Are they necessary for life? No, they're luxuries, right? So what if we start looking at those things not as inconveniences, right? Like the Chick-fil-A line wrapped around the whole building. What if we didn't look at that as an inconvenience, but instead proof that there are still people out there spending money on non-necessities, proof that people will pay for what they value, So can you think of a situation recently where you've waited in a long line to buy something or you've been to Target and it's been packed or the Starbucks line is wrapped around the building? And can you acknowledge that those things are not necessities? Those things are luxuries. Those things are things that people value and they want to pay for and want to buy. This is why specializing is so important. This is why being known for something is so important because when it comes to photography, People might be more likely to not get a family session done this year or go with a cheaper photographer. But when it comes to wedding photography and baby photography, there are still a group of people who want a really good photographer who specializes in that thing because maybe they've been going through IVF and finally are pregnant with their baby and they want the best photographer, right? So you might be thinking like, okay, sure, maybe people still want photography, but do they want to spend, you know, what I charge on photography or are they going to instead find a cheaper photographer? But it's at this point that you really have to double down on what makes you unique and special. So what is it that makes you unique and special outside of your competition? Do you know what it is? I'm going to tell you what it is. It's you. It is you. Building a personal brand that people connect with and identify with is what makes you stand out. Because if somebody finds out that you're obsessed with Harry Potter just like they are, you start to stand out to them. If somebody found, finds out that you had a VBAC and they're hoping for a VBAC with their next baby, they have a connection with you. When you share personal stories, when you share personal things about yourself, that is what draws people to you. And we've talked about personal branding in a lot of other episodes on this show, but I just want to remind you that what is unique and special about you is the fact that maybe you're niche down, maybe you're a baby photographer, maybe you're a birth photographer, but also what's unique and special about you is you. So then my question is, in 
current economy, right? And like what we're living in today, are you showing you or are you feeling scared and you're pulling back and you're throwing up flash sales and discounts to get clients because you don't know what's going to happen? Or instead, are you grounded in the fact that there are people who will pay a high dollar because they want to work with what's unique and special about you? And are you sharing that for them to even know? Okay. Myth number three is one that I hear often from photographers who might not be concerned necessarily about the economy or a recession, but they're thinking, I'm not currently booking clients at my price, so I need to lower my price. Um, So if you're believing myth number three, which is I need to lower my prices to compete in this economy, this is for you. Okay. Here's the truth. Photographers are and have always been a luxury service. People do not need professional photography, right? I think we all know that. People have cameras on their phones. They can take photos in any economy, right? And so what is it about hiring you or hiring a professional photographer that makes them excited to book with you? right? I want you to also consider when you lower your prices, it can be really hard to raise them back up again. So if we're thinking about photography as a luxury service and something that people don't have to have, they don't need it, but they want it, right? What other brands, what other luxury brands can we look at to compare? And let me ask you this. Do you see Louis Vuitton running a sale because the economy is down or because gas prices are high or because inflation is high or because the stock market is down? Um, No, they absolutely do not. They're not lowering their prices. So I love looking at non-competing similar brands, not saying I'm Louis Vuitton, but I just like looking at um, other luxury brands that are not a necessity and what they're doing to remain competitive and successful. So here are some things to consider if you're like, maybe I need to lower my prices, do this instead, okay? Number one, add value to existing packages instead of taking money off. Incentivize them to purchase prints by offering a significant discount when they spend over a certain amount of money. So if you spend $1,000, you get a 16 by 24 print for free or for 50% off, right? Maybe you could offer grandparent albums for 40% off or for free when they spend $1,000 or $2,000. Or maybe they get a free baby plan when their newborn order is over $1,500. So you can start to incentivize them to get free things um, in a lot of different ways. So add value to existing packages instead of taking money off. One promotion that we used to run was I would give a one hour prenatal massage to anyone who booked a newborn session. I think I only did five of them within a certain amount of time. And so that really got people who were sitting on the fence about booking with me to go ahead and take action because they got that extra little bit of value. Another idea is to offer a new complimentary service to your existing clients. So this is something like mini sessions. Now, let me talk for a second about mini sessions because you guys know I'm big on niching down and being known as one specific type of photographer. But we did offer mini sessions at Tavia Redburn Photography. And the way that we did it was we emailed about it to our existing client base who had already worked with us. And we did this for a lot of different reasons. Number one, I like working with people who I've already worked with. 
right? They know my process. They know how things operate. I know what they've spent in the past. So a $300 mini session starts to feel like a lot more of a deal than somebody who's never worked with me. And they're comparing me to other mini session prices. And that's definitely not the lowest. And so when you offer a complimentary service to existing clients, it's a way that you're kind of discounting and offering more value to existing clients, but you're also not. And just as a sidebar, we used to offer um, mini sessions, but we didn't call them that. We called them limited edition sessions because if you call them mini sessions, that's fine. I just thought it sounded a little bit cheaper for my brand. I wanted a like more luxury sounding um, mini session. And so I called them limited edition sessions. You're welcome to steal that. We also did photography classes for moms. I talked about this in my episode with Anami where we, I can't remember the title of it off the top of my head, but you can go back a few episodes and find it with Anami Tonkin. And we talked about um, some things that she, oh no, I think it was in our hundredth episode actually. And that was one of her tips that she shared was offering photography classes for families in her area and teaching them like basic things about manual mode and aperture and shutter so they could take better photos at home. And then she became their go-to photographer. It was a way to get herself in front of a new audience and make a little bit of money. So we would do these classes, um, usually one Saturday a month, I think we charged $97 and we would cap it at 10 spots. So it'd be an easy way to make $1,000 in one month. So instead of thinking, I need to lower prices to be competitive, think instead about how you can add value and how you can add complimentary services in order to maybe make up that difference. I hope after this episode, you're feeling motivated, you're feeling light, you're feeling maybe a little bit more in control of your photography business, no matter what's going on in the rest of the world. So now that we've kind of debunked some of these photography myths, let's focus on what you can do to move your business forward. And one great way to boost your confidence and keep moving in a positive direction is by using affirmations and reading them every single day. So affirmations are statements that help keep your mind focused on what's possible and available to you instead of fear and scarcity. So I created a free download for you with photography-specific affirmations to get you started, as well as some bonus ones that I personally read every single day in my quiet time. You can download and print these for free at taviaredburn.com slash focus and use them as daily reminders of all the amazing things that your business brings into the world. And my friend, if you have a passion, it is not an accident because not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, it's there for a reason. And I hope that you will get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.